So here's the big question. How do mortgage brokers like us, who are in the trenches every single day, how do we consistently grow our business every year without working 60 hours a week? How do we get our skills and expertise out to the world and still have a life? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I am Ryan Wiley, and welcome to the 12-Hour Broker Podcast. Good morning, 12-Hour Broker Podcast. Ryan Wiley here. Thank you for listening. Um, so what do I want to chat about today? Well, we've, you know, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm a marketer. I just so happen to sell mortgages. That's just so happens to be the product. Um, although I do really love mortgages and whatnot, but being an entrepreneur and a marketer, an entrepreneur first, being that, um, I come up with ideas all the time. I'm an ideas guy, but I implement a lot of them as well. Um, but there's a flip side to it. The flip side is you come up with a lot of ideas and sometimes you don't stay in your lane and sometimes you're flip-flopping and you're, you're always trying new things. And it's, you know, I think back to, I don't know if you remember this, I'm dating myself here, but when this uh, workout program came out called uh, Body for Life, it was this program and it was like a pretty basic program, but it was sort of at the start of all the nutritional gurus and I forget the guy's name but this was the guy came out of the book and then a program and they take it was like a very simple process it was like they give you like a meal plan and it was very nothing funky in it simple basic common sense eating and then they give you a workout program and then they basically like you have six months or a year and you take a picture of a newspaper the day you start and a picture of the newspaper, you're done. So it dates it and whatnot. And then you send it in and they give you like a quarter million dollars or a Ferrari or whatever. It's called Body for Life. So I remember that program sort of revolutionized everything. And I remember I did that program, not to the degree of, you know, for the competition, but I did it and I had a lot of success at it. And it was something that was pretty basic. Um, thinking back at the time, I thought it was revolutionary, but thinking back and it really laid it out. It was like a map and it was just like, do this, this, this every day, do this. And, you know, interval training for 12 minutes, 20 minutes and six, seven, eight on the, on the slide and, or on the, geez, you can tell it's been a while since I've been to the gym. Um, and so, but the beauty of it was it was simple, it laid it out and it worked. And so, and I did it and it worked. I had really good results and I liked it. And then I stopped doing it. And why did I stop doing it? I don't know. I probably went on to something else because that's what I do. I went on to another workout program or just didn't and then went back to a different one instead of going back to the one that I already knew worked because there was something else I wanted to try, something else shiny. And so that's what I did. And it just got me thinking like, wow, you know, a lot of times in our lives and our business, there's things that work so well and we have whatever type of success we were looking for comes of it. And then we just stop doing it for whatever reason. Like there might not even be a reason. You just stop doing it. And so it made me reflect back into my mortgage business. Coffee break, sorry. Um, and it just got me thinking, wow, there were times this happened. And even like this week, and I just like, oh my God, like it's like been right in front of me, a lot of these things the whole time. And I just think back to my business, mortgage business, I used to, when I was early on in my career, everyone said, hey, make phone calls, make phone calls, make phone calls. They work, they work, sure. I did it, and it did work. 
And I was like, oh, wow, this works. It was work, though. I didn't necessarily enjoy doing it, but it did work. And then I got away from doing it. And then I remember I had an aha moment like a year later and like, wow. And I just made it a part of my business then to call uh, my list twice a year. Okay. And it was as simple as that. And literally what I did was I would take my and still do this to the day. Like this is how you would structure it is you take your list and let's call it 300 people you have. And I'm going to do a podcast on this and, um, me and Scott Peckford are going to do one in his group because it's been a lot of people asking about it. But this is how you organize how you call people is you've got your um, 300 people and you just divide it by 26. Okay, so 26, that's half of a year, six months. You divide that and that's going to be, I don't know, what's that, 10, 15-ish, give or take. So that means 15 calls a week. Start at A and just work your way through. So every week you call 15 people and then it's a slow drip in because if you were to call all 300 people at once, well, you're not going to like life too much. Plus the stuff that's going to come out of it because there's going to be stuff that comes out of it. Um, you might not have the time to do that either, but if you're going to do like a binge call like that, there's going to be stuff that comes out and you got to make sure you can service it like questions because people, they're going to want to go down certain rabbit holes and know this about prepayments and that you're going to have to spend some time, but there's going to be business that comes out too. So if instead, if you were to call 15 people a week, you're going to call through the 300 for the first 26 weeks, and then you just start back up at A's, you know, either first name A, last name A, whatever, uh, starting week 27, and you cycle through. And that's like a very simple way, and it sort of dumbs it down for you. You do, in that example, 15 calls a week, and you could even spread that out where you do five calls a day, three days a week. So Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you do five calls every day forever. All right. So that kind of breaks down. So that's what we did. And back in the day, and it worked very, very well. So we went back to basics, back to something that worked so well that we stopped doing. And it was like, aha, now we have a couple current things in the businesses. We, you know, we generate our businesses. We show people how to buy their first investment property. We don't cater to investors. We don't cater to clients we don't cater to first-time invest or first-time home buyers we will do first-time home buyers we will work with people who have um you know uh, a portfolio but we prefer first-time home buyers is easy we'll do that but we prefer not to work with people with portfolios they're just a lot more complicated to deal with um and if they don't their paperwork in order it's just a nightmare um, and there's a ton of moving parts a lot of time is spent on that um, so we prefer to show people by their first investment property because those are the people that we can change their lives. They didn't even know they could change. And so that's our thing. And we do that through a lot of in-person seminars and partnerships with our realtor partners. And so these past couple of weeks sort of got off, you know, off our normal stuff. And it's my fault. And we started to go down the path of, well, let's also do first-time homebuyer stuff. And, the, and we'll give realtor referral partners two pillars to their business and so we're working on one right now and we're actually doing it tonight um and we partnered with a realtor and there's a lawyer involved and oh man it's just not it's like i said yeah this is the first and last one that we're doing um we're not doing this and i won't even get into why but it's just not our business it's not what we want to do um so we're going to double down on the investing in real estate buying your first investment property and so I'm setting up webinars already and we'll be running ads to them 
and then we're also going to have referral partners come in and help out and we'll we'll host those webinars to their their client list but we're also going to run paid ads in um, we're getting them in for anywhere from four to five bucks a registration um, which is good i'll do another podcast on that um, but there you go. So that kind of like, we, we had really good success showing people how to buy their first investment property. And then for whatever reason, because I do what I do, we started to go, oh, let's also do this. Let's all, it's like, man, no, just double down on that part. So that's another example of stuff that was working so well for us. We kind of got away from a little bit and like, it just hit me. I'm like, man, we got to get back to that. Much like the body for life. I should get back to that, that basic workout that works so well, but why did I stop doing it? So I ask you to look inside your business because if it's in your process or in how you prospect or, you know, there's no magic pill out there. There's no magic system. I, we're, I'm being targeted for all these systems and that, and I've tried a bunch of them more out of curiosity than looking for someone. And I'm talking about these lead generation systems um, that certain people have. Uh, they do not work. I am here to tell you this. They do not work. You will get business from it, but you will hate your life because of the people you're dealing with, the types of leads you're getting, the people you're dealing with, the ongoing rejection, the flakiness, the, the ROI when you factor your time and stress level and just, you know, your feel good energy. Um, it's like, it's negative 3000. Okay. Um, so I ask you to look inside your, your world and go, what are you, what did you used to do personally or in your business that worked like really well, could have been something so simple. And then you kind of just got away from, and you can't really figure out why. Uh, but if you sit and reflect back, you will think back to little things. It could be in your process, lead generation, social media stuff, um, even just time management. Um, and then relationship wise, you know, maybe there's certain people that, you, you always enjoyed their company and every time you hang out with them, you enjoy your company yet. You're trying to spread yourself out to enjoy 10 people's company because you just feel like, Oh, I have this bigger network. And, but there's like eight people that you really don't like spending time with, but you do, you know, you know, those people yet, like, why not just double down on the two people you really like spending time with? <laughs> Seriously. Um, so we, if you just sit back and think about this, for 15, 20 minutes, I promise you, there's going to be something that you just, it's right in front of you, you weren't seeing. Um, so I, that's my thing for today. Okay. So I've done that personally. Um, and I've done it in the business. Um, so there you go. And yeah, um, that's just me. I move on to stuff. So I'm going back old school on some things, uh, and just doubling down. Okay. So there you go. Uh, five texts a day. Kids, go crush it. Um, peace out.